Welcome back again, everyone. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ, you are loud. Hang on a minute. What, is this my phone? Turn me down then. Oh, my God. You're so loud. It's always Ooh, this way, it's isn't it? It's like episode one all over again. Oh, God. Every episode's episode one all over again. But, hey, we are, if mm. I'm not mistaken, mm. we're back, aren't we? Oh, we, uh, I, think, I know what you were trying to go for. I think we're In the back. words of the Empire, we're back. In the words of the fucking Empire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, any specific empire? Now, I... <laughs> no. Um, the Cat Empire. So, I, I think that we should make a couple of promises to be a little bit more regular. Yep. And I think that I'm going to make an extra special promise that there's going to be far more alcohol involved in this podcast. Oh, God. That's what ruined the last one. So, you're basically... Yeah. So we're going to That's be true. regular with um, alcohol. So you're mixing alcoholism uh, with Metamucil. That's great, awesome. So anyway, we yes, go. we're I'm, we're back. We I'm I'm, what? I'm I'm drinking a wine that's named oh, after fuck. me. Um, this will be a this will be really on topic. So anyway, yes, 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 ask yes, 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 yes. Ask we're me back. what it's called. What? Uh, ask me what it's called. The wine. What's the wine called? Lay of the land. <laughs> <laughs> I think, hey, I think we should have an intro more... Uh, no, I don't Delicious. know. Our intros are always a bit off-kilt, whereas you've got, like... Look at other people, like, you know, Jacksepticeye. He's got a very specific intro. Every time. He always does it. Does he? Yeah. Every single... Ep- okay, any episode of uh, Jacksepticeye, except the one where he plays with uh, um, Deadpool, with Deadpool, with Ryan Reynolds. Um, no, he goes... What is it? He screams something. Okay. I don't remember what it is. I'm making a great example. I was like, Top of the morning to you, the Jack Septiceye. It's fantastic. Um, and there's the sound of a whip, which is great. We need a sound. Could just be the. We need a soundboard <laughs> that we can both hear at the same time. The long, slow, moaning death rattle of someone dying from boredom. Excellent. So. Well, yeah, although. What? That's not what a whip sounds like. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> we got a good show for you. We got a good so, show for you anyway. So yeah. This is our- However, we are having to do. We are having to do this remotely again, unfortunately. It doesn't um, matter. It works. It's fine. It's only because you. I you, know, your but I have this strong. amazing room. Look at this I've room. I've seen your it's room. Gorgeous. I've seen photos of your room. No, you haven't. It's a room. You haven't. Yes, yeah. I have. It's a room. It oh, has yeah, walls. Unless you've built the TARDIS, I'm not interested. It's what. However, it does the look last good. time it you. It looks good. The last time you were here, though, it didn't have floors. Now it has floors. No, I've seen the photos. I watched as you used God, all so of the glue up so on good. one small area of floor. Uh. But yes, I did. That's not gaming related. Yes, we're here to talk about what games. Are we we about? have indie stuff as well. Hey, just just off topic, as if we're going to be on topic at any point. Um, mm. you, there's, there's a show on... Uh, you don't have Amazon Prime, do you? No. Um, Should I? Uh, possibly for this. Um, what is it called? Okay, there is a, there's a show on, on Amazon Prime called Jean-Claude Van Johnson. Okay. Now, the idea of this show, the premise of it, it's got Jean-Claude Van Damme in it, as you would imagine, and it's basically Jean-Claude Van Damme nowadays, and he's kind of retired, and he's not in movies anymore, um, except he's actually a secret agent, and was always a secret agent, and being an actor was actually a cover for him being a secret agent. Oh, it's amazing. I think I've seen a trailer for this. He's so good. Um, yeah, I think I've seen a trailer for this. Oh, it's fantastic. There's a scene where they're in like... um, He's he's filming in the first episode. They're filming like a scene in one of a new movie, which is like a cover for an operation he's doing. And mm. like the guy goes, yeah, because, well, 
He goes, all these guys are going to come in and beat you up. And he's like, well, they don't do that. You know, it doesn't happen in real... He goes, no, the way we used to do it in the 80s was they'd come at me one at a time. And he's like, that was that was not quite Jean-Claude. But anyway, he says, they'll come at me one at a time. And the producer's like, no, 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 that, that's unrealistic. That doesn't happen in real life. In real life, they'll all just wail on you. They don't like come at you one at a time and let you beat them up. And then later on, he's in a warehouse and these guys are about to attack him and they all start to run in. And the lead one goes, wait, stop. Let's run at him one at a time or we're all going to just kind of collide with each other. And it's, <laughs> it's amazing. I, I, um, it, was, it has a lot more... Uh, it's, it's much better written than I expected. I thought it'd just be a parody and just ridiculous, but it's, it's quite good. So this is my recommendation for the day. What? My totally non-gaming related recommendation. Well, one of my favorite movies is still Bloodsport. You told me for that so for so many reasons. <laughs> it is cinematic masterpiece. Apparently, a lot of people didn't want to uh, work with him or producers couldn't work with him because the insurance was too high. Because he's very good at martial oh, arts, probably. but he's terrible at pulling punches. So quite often people would get seriously injured on the sets of his movies. Well, I've, like, when was the last time you watched it? Was it oh when you were God, like a kid? When it like, what's that? Like fifteen, twenty years ago? When did that come okay. out? You need, Jesus. you need to uh, early early eighties. Oh like God, was like thirty years ago. Yeah, um, nearly forty. Have a like rewatch it now that you're an adult and watch it critically. It is so. Good because I, of how ludicrous it is. I don't think it's wise to watch a Jean Claude Van Damme movie critically. No, do it, do oh. it because I like you know you know the kid at the start who plays him. Yeah, and is like the worst actor on the planet. <laughs> like this, this, <laughs> and the whole premise of the whole premise of it is that he's supposed to be helping the um the the like the old you know martial arts master's son train. Yeah. Um. But then just proceeds to beat the shit out of him nonstop for like <laughs> what appears to be years on that end. That is training. That's how they used to train in the eighties. <laughs> didn't you know that? Don't you remember they school? They, they just hit you with a book until no, no, you learned no. something. No, no, no. But he wasn't training. He was a punching bag for the guy's son, oh. who then inex- who then inexplicably dies five minutes I later, cannot even with no explanation. Oh, you have to watch it. I it's so, hey, so good. you want to know something? And I'm going to say this in terms of old movies. You, you obviously remember Labyrinth. Um, that's yeah. really not a good movie <laughs> when you watch that now. It's nah, it's really easy to like always ruin it for people weird. when you. Oh, it's like yeah, Muppet porn. When you look at it, when you look at it as an no, have you seen the Muppet porn movie trailer? Oh yeah. Um, what is it? Uh, the Happy Town Murders, isn't it? Happy Town Murders. I can't remember. Happy Time Murders. Um, or Happy Town Murders. Oh, Google's telling me two things. The Happy Time Murders. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, when does that come out? That's got to come out soon. At some point. Anyway, we're, we're off topic for gaming. Uh, yeah, sorry. Last weekend, there was the Game On event that neither of us could make it to because we were both sick. But we posted some pictures that came in from our good pals over at Brisbane Byte Magazine. Um, I'll give them a little plug because mm-hmm. they're awesome and we love them. Um, looks like it was a great event. A whole bunch of indie... Showcase local gaming talent, tabletop, and I saw some really cool photos from this. There was uh, some card games, I think it's Rule and Make, um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, coming out with soon, which just looked phenomenal. Like, the artwork on them was cool. I don't know what they were, because they were just in scattered photos. Um, I'll post it on the Facebook page. If anyone can identify the game, that would be good. Um, but on the subject of Rule and Make, check out a game. Now, I'm not sure if this is new, because I haven't checked out this site for a while. It's called Entropy, Yeah. right? Um, at the moment, I think it's only print and play, um, which is a shame because the, the cards look incredible. 
Um, so go to Rule and Make and check out Entropy Digital Print Play Edition if you're in front of a computer there. Or those of you that are driving, don't uh, do this while you're driving because then. Oh no! Die. No no no! No no no! I've played this. It's, it's at Connexia. Oh really? What's it like? It looks yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's all right. Is it any good? It looks great. Mm, no. That's not good. It's no. Oh. I really wanted it to be good. It looks it, so it's, good. Yeah. What it is is that everyone has the same cards yeah. except for one special one and you take turns basically playing those cards and each round you can, you can only pick one of the one of the cards, right? Yeah. So one of them I think um I'm just trying to remember what it was. One of them might be, you know, um turning over a resource, another one might be stealing a resource and so on and so forth. So you had to do it in the right order, okay. but they just it was it looked really nice. There just wasn't enough depth to it. Um I really wanted to like it, it though, because like I saw it'd be it was a pretty a cool quick game up. though. Like if you're playing at home mm. with kids or something, you want something to play for a few minutes before you go out. Which is a lot of my games, honestly. I actually have gaming matches no, here quite often that it's I'm a long very, game. Really? Yeah, it actually takes a while. Oh, it's very um, though. Yeah. Yeah, I know. There's a there's another game. Um I can't remember the name. It's like Mission to Red Planet or something like that. It's a very similar concept where you all have the same abilities and you have to pick them. And it's it's really, really well done. It's got like um, little miniatures and stuff. Um, it's, I don't know. I, I might, maybe I'll give it another go. But we got about 80% of the way through and just went, this isn't a good game and stopped playing. Oh, bugger. That's a shame. Yeah. It looks so cool, though. But maybe give it another go. Mm. I'm always in, I always like uh, to encourage yeah. like uh, stuff for prison-based talent, but it's cool. But there's another one that's coming out. Uh, I know, I know. That's in the tabletop realm. Now, in the more digital realm of digitalness, where we live. Mm-hmm. I live in the realm of digital. Um, <laughs> what was I talking about? There's a hey, this game coming out called Sky Squadron. Um, now, I've been following this for a while. Uh, it's from one of the developers we've looked at stuff before. Uh, I will link this on our Facebook page for everyone to check out. It's essentially like, uh, remember the old game Star Fox? Yeah, yeah, yeah It's yeah. kind of like that, but with cats. And it looks amazing. Um, the graphics, it's not out yet, still in development. Um, it's gone into beta recently, I believe, if you're lucky enough to get it. Um, it looks great. It's just like, it's quite a you know, simple based fly, uh, fly and shoot game, but yeah, looks really yeah. good. It's called Sky Squadron. We'll link to that one. This is one that I would recommend everyone follow because uh, it's a mobile game, I believe. You know what? I've I've made oh, that okay. as, I've made that assumption actually. It may not be. I'm pretty sure it's a mobile game, um, just because the way the screenshots are coming up. But um, mm. yeah. Well, there is there, there is there is one game that um, I I really want to play. Um, and it's, it's at the moment, it's pre-order only from all the places that I can Aww. find, um, called Root. 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 Um, well, I Googled so Root it, and that wasn't a good idea. What, what, yeah. <laughs> what's, um, what is the game about? <laughs> Hopefully it's not about um, what came on my screen, quite literally. No, so it's, so look, it's, um, it's a, basically it's a strategy game with, um, uh, like a, a war game type thing. So similar sort of style to something like Scythe. Oh, yeah. So like you have a board, you have a board with different resources and stuff, but it looks really coolly made. Root. If you're out and mm. about, make sure to pick up Root. Uh, get mm. some Root. But I, I don't think it's technically out at the moment. I think it's about to be released. Oh, okay. So it's, um, it, it sounds cool. 
seems cheap though, like forty three dollars for a pre order. Yeah, but which is some cool. of the best stuff I've ever bought's been the cheapest stuff and more expensive. Not so yeah. much. Anyway, um, we should get in the news. Mm. Um, yes, we should. We should get in the news. <clears throat> we should get in the news. What's been mm-hmm. on the news? There's okay. There's some news that since the last time we've done a thing, and I'm going to give you a history lesson in a minute too. Um, mm. <laughs> I know you like history, children. Uh, Picard. Picard thing. Jean-Luc. Yeah. Jean-Luc Picard. And? The new Picard show. Yeah. What? The new, you, ha, you missed this? There's a new Star Trek what? show coming around centered on old Jean-Luc Picard with Patrick Stewart in it. Is it? How did you, Didn't he get Alzheimer's or something in, the, in the, the show? Um, no, in the, in the original one, Way in the Future, which I think was like 40 years in the future, mm. he, he, he got dementia and he was going a bit funny. But no, this is, um, mm. this is exactly 20 years after the end of Nemesis, which is roundabout right now. Um, so it's 20 years, 15 years, something like that. Um, so it takes place after the events in Nemesis. Um, it sounds... Okay. There's a bit of a muddle here because uh, this announcement was made by CBS Studio and Patrick Stewart on stage. And he was like saying, mm-hmm. I'm so happy to return and, you know, discover what's happened to this character. A um, couple of things that he said slightly worried me. Um, and one of them was, it may not be the Jean-Luc you remember. It may not be the one you recognize. Which I'm kind of like, ah, this could be edgy and cool. Or this could be not quite what we think it might be. In Have that- you seen Green Room? Huh? Have you seen The Green Room? Uh, yeah, I don't think it'll be that. That's a little <laughs> bit far. So, no, no. That, not that, Jean-Luc. Um, <clears throat> no, no. Okay, so there's... Um, I'll give you the nutshell of this. I read this article the other day. You know how the new Star Trek movies happen in what's called the... Is it the Kelvin timeline? The alternate timeline. So, the big budget movies mm-hmm. are happening in the timeline where a different planet exploded and they went down a different course of action. So, they're the Chris Pine movies, right? Yep. Um, so that didn't happen in the canon universe, which is why they can do basically whatever they want. Um, mm. Now, apparently, you know how they look different and they, they feel different and they're more action movies? They're very different to normal Star Trek. Apparently, the reason for that is when CBS Studios bought the IP off uh, when like Viacom collapsed and Paramount kind of gave away all of its, sold off all its Star Trek stuff, they didn't buy all of it. They got rights to Star Trek and all of the characters, and all of the names, but they didn't get rights to the look, or the feel, or the ethos of Star Trek. So they were under instruction when the movie was made, you have to make this movie look different, feel different, have different characters, which is how that timeline evolved. It was a convenient way to go into the timeline. Now, the problem is, CBS Studios sort of, kind of owns a bunch of rights to Star Trek, so that's why Star Trek Discovery, even though they've said this happens in the, the original timeline, it obviously doesn't. It so obviously yeah, yeah. does not because that technology completely didn't exist and suddenly Spock has this adopted sister that no one's ever heard of. Um, so anyway, <laughs> that aside, because CBS lied a bit about that um, and there's another funny story there, but I won't get into that. But either, either way, because of this thing, CBS kind of owned the rights to most of it, whereas Paramount and Viacom, because Viacom reformed, they sort of kind of apparently own the rights to the characters as we know them but they're not allowed to use them. So because of this corporate pile of garbage, no one can really continue making a story in the proper Star Trek universe because no one really owns the rights to it. So I'm kind of worried about this show because it might be... It might be good. It might be something else it entirely. It might be something else entirely. We don't know. 
So I'm kind of mm. uh, trepidously excited about it. But as we all know, Seth MacFarlane basically took off with where Star Trek ended up with Orville anyway, because it's got the feel of what Star Trek used to have now. Um, yeah, and the yeah, preview yeah. for uh, season two looks good. Apparently, Orville was actually the first thing he did after they said, we're making Star Trek Discovery. And he's like, oh, yeah, can I direct? And they just went, no. And he went, fine, I'm going to make my own Star Trek with Blackjack and Hawkers over here in the corner. You guys can go jump. Um, and that's how Orville was born. You, there you go. There's some you good haven't, trivia. You haven't really had anyone to talk to about gaming stuff for a while, have you? Not for months. <laughs> It's all going to pour out in a huge torrent. Because... Well, you good? You said you had news. I do have yeah, news. You said you had news. What's your news, Park? What's yeah, your news? Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Okay. All right. So, uh, first one, which I feel like we probably need to acknowledge it, but I don't really want to spend much time on it just because this isn't really the kind of thing that we uh, probably want to focus on. But uh, <laughs> did you hear about... What, what is ha- this? What are you talking about? No, no, because it's bad. It's bad news. Okay. Is it um, politics? Because I just don't care. Anymore. No, no, no. Um, it's, it's what happened at Gamescom um, in Florida. So, a, uh, so a, by the looks of it, by the sounds of it, a disgruntled gamer uh, yeah. lost a Madden uh, tournament and then uh, went home, came back with a bunch of guns and two killed, killed two people and injured another 11. Fucking hell. Yeah. So, unfortunately, not even gaming events are now safe in America. America is really... What's the word? Fucked. Isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Is it just me? Or does it seem... No. If you're in America and you're listening and you'd like to respond um, and tell us if your country's not fucked... Please do, because uh, the news that we're getting over here isn't good. Please tell oh, us. Then no. Oh, you know what would be They'll great? Respond. Mm. I just had a thought, and it would actually make, make this better as well. Imagine if America, right? So, we, we know that there's these, these flat earthers, right? I'm using mm-hmm. them as an example, because their only use in this world is as an example. They have no other functional use. But you know how the flat earthers have this theory that Australia isn't real, and it's somewhere in what? Yeah, like, yeah. Somewhere in Mexico or something, I think. And we're all paid actors, which is great. That's how I afforded my helicopter. Mm. Um, But I have a converse theory. Imagine if America was kind of more like, not like it's not real, but it's more like the Truman Show. So if you live in America, everything going on, it's not real. World's largest reality television right now. Because that's the only way I can make sense of what happens in that country. I hope so. It's insane. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so on to less tragic things. Um, cryptocurrencies have all plummeted uh, uh, really fucking low. Uh, really? <laughs> cryptocurrency is not volatile at all. <laughs> no. So Bitcoin's down 68% since December. Cash your Bitcoin, peeps. Um, Yep, um, that Ethereum one I think is down by uh, I think it was ninety two percent. It's fucking they're worth nothing. Like they always were worth nothing. <laughs> oh no, they've had they've had <laughs> periods of oh no, you mean like substantially? They're literally worth nothing. Um, yeah. I find crypto com- cu- uh, currencies fascinating because yeah. we're looking at a world right now. 
if you look at the Western world, um, and admittedly, mm. uh, there's obviously any any uh, cultural development in any case will eventually come up with things like barter, which is like, I want your goat, you have my cow and my daughter, and give me your goat. Basically, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's how barter works, I imagine. I imagine that's exactly how it started. Um, so you've got this thing of trade of things of equal value. Uh, then you look at mm. stuff like the way capitalism works around money. And the other idea there is like, I'll just make lots of money and then the money is the resource that I use to spend on something. But money itself isn't actually worth anything. Back in the days when you had gold coins, yeah, they were hard to get. They were rare. So they were worth something. But now money is a theoretical thing. What I find really Mm. funny, in a world where it is blatantly obvious to every scientist and every educated individual that while trade is a necessary thing that we have, the the thought process around money is very important and we need money and we, we're all... That's one of the things that has caused the planet to be more or less fucked. Once again, see my previous statement on America. I find it hilarious that in a world like this, those same educated people create new currencies that are completely imagined, that are based on algorithms. Well, on a happier note, uh, <laughs> Riot, Riot Games, so obviously the company makes League of Legends, um, uh, have partnered up with a Dutch organization, uh, which is effectively a non-profit blood bank in, uh, in, in Holland, yeah. obviously being Dutch, and have a campaign going called My First Blood, right? So, you know, playing LOL, you know, when the first kill of the game is known as First Blood. Yeah. So what they're doing is they are anyone who signs up for their first blood donation uh, will get an exclusive skin for Thresh in uh, in LOL. That's awesome. It's a fucking great idea. That's great. But it's very strange. It's very strange though that they're only doing it in Holland. That sounds like a really cool idea those, to do globally. Those crazy Dutch forward thinking. Yeah, and it can't be that hard to to do. But probably anyway. not. You could you could adopt that to go, but you have you get lots of people to come on board. We were to, was it on the podcast um, years ago, back in the day, wherever that was, ages ago. Stay a while and listen to the ramblings of an old fool. Remember back in the early season, we found a guy that was on Kickstarter, and he was trying to fund a computer input device that like stabbed you. Do you remember mm, this? I remember that. Yeah, and it was like yeah, what you had like a you had like a blood pack or something attached to you, and when you got hurt, it'd like push you'd bleed and then you'd donate the blood. I'm thinking this is that was the worst idea I've ever heard. Yeah. What's the worst thing anyway, you found? On, yeah, curiously, what's the worst thing you found on Kickstarter ever? Um potatoes potato salad. And what? Remember that guy? The potato salad who raised like $80,000 for because he was making potato salad? No. What? You don't remember this? No. He um he put up a a thing to say I'm making potato salad and I'd like I'd like your money to do it. And <laughs> people saw it as a bit of a gimmick and ended up raising like $80,000 for it. Wow. That's a big don't potato you remember salad. This? No. Oh, okay. He ended up expanding it and like um, started shipping potato salad around the world and created a, what the like hell? a cookbook on all different types. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Potato salad. Um, yeah. Anyway, so oh, uh, we live in interesting times. By the way, here's- why do I feel like you're you're the one who's drinking, not me? Um, I'm not drinking. So getting I'm back- high on life. 
All right. No, you're I'm not. Also so getting back to pain and on painkillers, so that could be something to do with it. Shut up. Getting back to Riot Games, which is the other two little snippets of news from them. Number one is there's a new cinematic out called Rise Call of Power. It is very cool. Yeah. Um, uh, and the other thing is, um, uh, Riot have kind of hinted a little bit uh, that they're going to build an MMO, which that could would be probably be bloody good. Yeah. Um, I've got two other bits of news, which I'll do while you're sucking fish. No, no, I've got a piece of news um, to inject between here and your news. If we're going to make uh-huh. a news bun, you've got to have some meat between the lettuce. Between yeah, the lettuce. And? Anyway, um, what is it? back in uh, QuakeCon a few weeks ago, uh, they released in uh, gameplay footage of the new Doom. Because they're making a new Doom as a sequel to the... The cool FPS one that came out a couple of years ago. It looks I heard about fantastic. this. Fantastic! Yeah. It looks like so much fun because because the the previous one had that it had the kind of like Quake Doom feel from the late nineties in it. It was like very fast paced. It wasn't about you know running around and slowly picking up you know things and assembling weapons and playing stealth. No, it was running at full speed, shooting everything you could. It looks like so much fun. So we posted that on our Facebook page for anyone that do follow us on Facebook. Do look us up. We are Dyson Pixels. In case you've acci- oh, accidentally fallen down a lift shaft and there's a dead person at the bottom with a music device that's playing this podcast. Now you know who we are. There we go. That's who you're listening to. Mm. Mutant Year Zero now has a release date. Ooh, when is it? 4th of December. Well, let's stay that way, now, though. No, probably not. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, it feels like it's a really long way away. It's actually not... That's not that far away. We're getting close to Christmas, man. Mm-hmm. Do you realize? Now. No, on that, the last regular show we had before you were homeless and it was all complicated and it was, it was terrible. And, and up to this point, the, yeah. first, the last regular show we had was December last year. So yeah, we've nearly right. been... I, I'm still bringing this back to... I used this comparison the other day day of when Good News Week was originally on the ABC and it was good and regular and nice and then they bought it on like a network bought it and like I think it was seven or something it was just terrible um, and then they started yeah. doing these like f- two hour long shows every month and they were awful um, so I'm hoping we're getting back to our roots but um, anyway do your news cool. your news and then we can I've got a review yes okay so uh, so do I um, now the uh, are you a fan of Assassin's Creed do you really want my opinion on Assassin's Creed? Yeah, because I haven't really been a fan of Assassin's Creed. I played the um, first one. But... I played the first one, and it was good. It was enjoyable. And the second one felt to me like it's like, eh, it's the same thing. So, eh, it's okay. all right. And then Let they made 700 more, so I don't really care about it anymore. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me tell you about the next one coming oh, out. I don't care. change... There'll be no, there'll be know. one out. There'll be another one the following Thursday. Why do we need to get no, this know. one? Because I'm not a fan either. But this one actually looks all right. It's called Assassin's you. Creed. This is shut how up. They get you. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, I'm aware of and it. it. I know what it is. You so see, you know, it's all about like Greek myths and legends. Yep. I thought it was Egypt. Well, what I thought it was no, Egypt. Greek. Huh. Greek. See, I just lost track. Maybe that was the last one. Yeah. Who knows? Anyway, keep, yeah. please continue. It's fine. 
Oh, that was it. Yeah, those Greeks, what are they doing? <laughs> what is it? Oh, that was it. I just like the idea of it because I like Greek myths and legends. So hang on. You're, <laughs> your, ent- your entire premise <laughs> to be attracted to this game is because it's, it's Greek. Okay. Yeah. I it's reckon, pretty cool, isn't it? You know what I would play? A Canadian Assassin's Creed. Just set in modern-day Canada. And all it is is you just walk around and people are nice to you. That's it. That's the whole game. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. That would, yeah. that would be good for people to play after you know, watching the news or having an election or something like that when they're all sad. <laughs> um, yeah, let's, let's not. <laughs> no, but oh, come on, man. A, a, a Canada simulator. Someone write a Canada simulator for those of us that can't fly. All right, come on. Let's, uh, let's hear your shit show of a review. It's not a shit show. Um, hang on, I'm just trying to work it. I've got my notepad, Pomorg hit, written down. That's one of the notes. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know what that is. Anyway, I checked out a yeah. little game on the Nintendo Switch called Celeste. Now, I haven't checked if it's on other platforms yet. Let me just do a quick Google to check that. Uh, uh, Celeste game game on other mm-hmm. platforms. I think it's only on Switch at the moment. Oh, look at this. Celeste video game. Microsoft Windows, Nintendo Switch, PS4, Xbox One. Okay, it's on all platforms. So, um, oh, it's by Canadian ca- company, by the way. That was my segue, and I forgot to do it. What's, hang on, what's it called? It's called Celeste. C-E-L-E-S-T-E. Okay, cool. Okay, so that what it C? is, it's a uh, side-scrolling platformer about this girl who wants to climb this mountain. Why? <laughs> Don't know. Basically starts Cause it's as a, a, yeah. Cause it's an allegory, man. It's an she allegory. She wants to climb a mountain. Um, the way this, this is very much structured like one of those old platformers uh, like Wonder Boy and stuff where you come up to someone and you talk to them and you, know, you see the little face and this text just scrolls out and what you're talking to. However, all the speaking in it is very modern day. It's a very old school vibe, like, you know, little villages and stuff like that. But the language they use in it is very modern, um, which I thought was cool. It adds to the slightly comical slant on it. Now, the yeah. best way to describe this game is a game that starts off and you progress through essentially rooms to climb up, right? So you've got this little character and she can jump. Can't double, double jump. You can uh, slide down walls and you can do certain power moves to kind of jump further. Um, yeah. That's the premise. And then each room you move through uh, progressively gets harder as you climb further up the mountain. Now, I'm in not level two, but like scene two. So I've gone through the first like, must be like 20, 30 rooms or something. Uh, and I'm in the second dot. So, you know, on Mario, he got dots on the map. I'm in the, like the second dot. Um, right, right, right. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm not stuck, but every time I play it, I fly into an uncontrolled rage because it just gives me flashbacks to things like Super Meat Boy. Um, it, it, is very, it is quite a punishing game. And it gets more and more punishing to a point where the levels that I'm up to at the moment, uh, you know in Rayman, how you get the Shadow Rayman that kind of like follows you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine that um, in this. And so if you, if you touch it, you die. So it follows your every moment, mimics you. If you collide with it, you die and restart the level. Fortunately, the levels restart instantly and you don't have lives. So you can just play forever and over. If it had lives, you'd jump out a window. Um, so you need to make sure you don't jump back in the direction you just came from and you don't cross paths with the other yourself or you'll instantly die. That was really hard. 
And then I got past that to another room and suddenly there were five of me doing the same thing and that's where I had my little panic attack. Um, now, I'm making this sound like a terrible game. It's a really good game. It's a basic platformer, right. but it's freaking hard. Uh, and from what I understand, it just gets harder and harder and harder. It's by a developer called Matt Makes Games by uh, Matt Thornson. Uh, Thor- Thorson, I should say, is the um, guy that directed and designed the game. Um, okay. It's good. I'm not sure from a ratings point of view. I'm not sure it was... I don't know how long it is, but I'm not sure it was worth the amount that I paid for it. Nintendo Switch games do tend to have a premium price tag compared to Steam. Uh, and how much did you pay for it? Stuff like that. I can't remember, but I knew it was more than I thought it would be. It was like 30, 30 bucks or something, 30 or 40 bucks. Um, yeah, which okay. is also, we, we come, we're in the, you know, the phone generation where we have kind of expectations that things are two and five bucks. So that's probably unrealistic. Um, it's probably mm-hmm. a very well-priced game considering what it is and how large I believe it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a good game. The graphics, oh, they've nailed the old school feel. There's nothing super special. It's pretty, um, but it's not like gorgeous, stunning, draw-dropping anything, but it fits in with the kind of the 16-bit, well, 8-bit, I should say, graphic style that they've gone for. So that's good. So, so it's, just a, it's, it's just a fun game. It's really. just a fun game. You don't care about the graphics. It doesn't matter. It, spikes look like spikes. doesn't matter how pretty the spikes are. They're still going to kill you. Mm. Um, so I'd give it probably three or four out of five for, um, for graphics. Um, Gameplay and controls have a bit of a gripe with it, and it could just be the switch. When you want to jump up, up and to the right and use a power move, the switch has got a little, um, like PlayStation control, like a little tiny thumb stick, right? However, mm-hmm. it doesn't really click into place. It's very freeform in its movement, so it's very difficult to make diagonal jumps. Quite often, you'll do it and you'll press the key and you go straight up and die or something like that. That's very frustrating. So on Switch, uh, I'll go three. Uh, I think on a PC or on PlayStation, it's probably five for controls because everything else is good apart from that. Um, okay. In terms of replayability, that's an interesting one. I think it's five, but it's also very frustrating. So you can't replay it straight away, but you do play it a lot. I think it's, it's one that you could easily play through again, I should say, a few times. Okay. Um, and I believe there's probably, you know, I think there's unlock modes at the end when you get to what you go through. But anyway, it's a good game. It's a very yeah. solid platformer. It's, it's quite hard. It's not super Meat Boy hard, but it is quite tricky. Um, yeah, because that is kind of the, uh, the yardstick. Oh, while we were off air, those of you that have access to our Facebook page, check out a playthrough that I did, suggested by our very own fan, Mr. Scott. Thank you for this. Mr. Scott, um, called I Want to Be the Guy. And that game made me realize how friendly and accessible Super Meat Boy is. That game is the worst (laughs) game I have ever played because Super Meat Boy is like, this is really hard and I keep dying. Uh, I Want to Be the Guy is like, I don't know why I'm dying. What is going on? Why is there a spike there? It wasn't there before. What? They just keep putting in things that just kill you randomly. Um, and things that are game mechanics that you expect to know of sometimes just you know stop or change. It's a horrible game. It's frustrating and 
and mind-bogglingly mm, awful. Mm. I don't know if it was good or not, but yeah, it wasn't that hard. So anyway, um, overall, uh, I can't do three and a half, can I? It's between three we and four. Can. So uh, I don't <laughs> want to start adding in fractions, man. Then we're no, gonna have all kinds of crazy want. shit. We already have three different thing vectors we rate on now. Yeah. Okay, three and a half out of five. It's a good game. Cool. Let cool. down by some controller issues on the Switch. Um and I'm not I'm not a big fan of infuriating games. In fact, interestingly, if this was a one or two dollar game, I may have given up on it and shelved it. But because of what I really? paid for it, yeah. Not because it was bad, but because it was really hard and I'm just a pussy. Um, but that said, because I paid more for it, my brain's like, no, 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 no. I paid for I'm going to play this goddamn game when I finish this game. <laughs> um, which was interesting. So, interesting argument there for actually charging more for your games. <laughs> for replayability, I don't know. Psychological thing. What was your game? What did you check out? So, my game was uh, a board game called Azul. A-Z-U-L. Azul? Yeah, have you, have you seen this one? Have I seen Azul? No. Not yeah. my head. Ca- so, came out, came out last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it is... Uh, it's kind of like a, a modern version of a very, very old game. Um, so, it's... Um, Basically, the idea is it's you have different colored tiles, different patterns, and oh god, how to explain it? Um, you you have to oh god, how do them. I explain this shit? Burn them, lay them okay. on the floor well, look, and I'll roll you. around on them. Yeah, kind of. It's like Twister. No, so you, it's like Twister mixed with Minesweeper and a horror film. Okay, so you have tiles that kind of look like stained glass um, and they're all different patterns. So the idea is that you have to uh, fill up a set of um, five, four, three, two, or one uh, of a particular color. And then at the end of that round, um, the ones that are on the left side of your board shift over to the right and you gradually fill up the board. Okay. And depending on... Uh, whether you make like horizontal or vertical patterns or you get all of one color filled up or whatever it is, um, you you get a certain number of points. I would strongly suggest at this stage, just do a quick Google search for Azul game or something like is that. Have, have a look at the game board. Is AZUL. Just, just have a look at a picture of the, the game board and it'll probably make a little bit more Azul sense. Azul board game. Um, oh, I see what you mean. It's got these little colored, yeah, it's- colored flavorful squares. Yeah, so it's quite it's quite difficult to explain. <laughs> um, okay, it's like this is like a but, snowflake and a tartan pan. Okay, no, I yeah. can explain this. I can explain this game. Um, every bedspread that your grandmother ever knitted, <laughs> all that's the board. <laughs> it's like all of these colored yeah, yeah. kind of. Um, what are those things you look through that you turn and they change? Uh, kaleidoscope, kaleidoscopic thingies. Yeah. So it's an extremely fun game. Um, like it looks incredible, um, which I think is half the half the pleasure of it. Um, but the actual strategy behind it, you can you can say you know go for a particular color or a particular pattern or whatever it is that you're trying to do. Um, and you know there's no real wrong way to play it. Um, 
but you can end up kind of fucking over other players um, because you can leave them. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, if you get like an overflow mm-hmm. of of tiles that you can't actually put down in front of you, um, you get negative points for them. Oh, that's so. Yeah, so quite often you'll end up with, you know, like they'll end up being sort of eight or nine red tiles and you try and line it up so that, you know, somebody who can't place any red tiles gets them, in which case they just get Oh, so you've got the strategy points. of kind of screwing over the other player while you're yes. trying to not screw yourself. Exactly. I love now, those games. Now, it has won a ton of awards um including uh it was a the it was a big competition in um like an international competition in germany and it got the number one game of 2018 Are the tiles made of resin mm, no they're, they're, they're plastic that's interesting there's um well resin kind of feels like plastic the, the one i'm looking at is all mm. board game it's not cheap um but this is a hundred resin tiles Oh, okay. That might be like a special edition or something. Jesus. It doesn't, like, from what I've actually seen a few different versions of it. Um, so long as you've got five different colored tiles, it doesn't matter. It, doesn't, oh, it actually doesn't I matter think what you they are. Make this yourself. Don't do that. Buy it. But I like games oh, that no, if no, you're no. away, if you're away and you understand the rules on holiday and you don't have a game, you can mm. cut up a sheet and kind of <laughs> make your own portable version. Oh, you definitely could. But once you actually play with it physically, um, you'll see that it's actually amazing. Uh, things because it made feels fantastic. Much better when you physically play with them. Yeah, that's true. So, what would you rate this? Um, so, so, oh, five out of five across so the board. So, visu- visuals five out of five. F- five out of yep. five. Grandma's blankets for visuals. Yep. Gameplay yep. replayability. Well, that's good. Yeah, replayability I can see would be high on that one. Oh, you know, overall of yeah. five. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Five. Look, it is. I think it's a perfect game. Hang on, I'm um, sure you've you said that before. It, you've said this I, before. Um, yeah, I've said it about um, three times. Quantum. At least, at least. this is the, this Probably is the 2018 qu- game of the year for you, maybe. Uh, yeah, look, I I would say there's only there's only four games that I've come across that have been perfect, um, and that's Scythe, Terraforming Mars, Azul, and um, Quantum. Do you own any of those? You should own all of them by now. I own all of them except for Azul, but um, one of the girls who I have the regular weekly board game night with, um, she owns Azul. Oh. Um, now, the uh, can I do another review? Oh. If you must, you absolute review whore. Cool, because I'm going to do two. So, the first one... Why'd you ask um, me? It, You're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Why'd you ask me permission? I was. I don't care. I was. Um, so, I back to Kickstarter... Uh, well, actually, these actually, you know what? These are both from Kickstarters now I'm thinking about it. So um, the same guys who made, um, uh, oh, fuck, what's it called? It's Organ Attack. Um, Organ? If you look up the- Hang uh, on, what? Organ Attack? Yeah. Yeah, if you look it up, you'll know it. Um, I don't think I will. Guarantee you will. Sounds like you'll a You'll recognize the artwork. Organ Attack. Really? Yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah, it's a it's a very well known um, uh, web comic. Organist name has just fall, I don't know where fallen out if of my brain. The more well known things are, the less I know about them. Have you not learned this? Uh, I can't remember it. Organ um, Attack, a card by game by the Awkward Yeti. The awkward awkward Yeti. I yeah. feel like if, I've oh, stepped you into a parallel universe, and I just don't know. Man, I feel if you old, haven't man. read the. 
If you haven't read the the Awkward Yeti, you would there love are, there it. There are it so is a many webcomics, and I've read lots. Oh, it's and so I've good. Written some. Anyway, I, there's too many. Anyway, so the idea of this game is that you deal out all of the organs. Um, so that everyone has an equal number of organs. Uh-huh. And then uh, there are uh, different kind of cards that you can get, right? Now, the idea is that you have to destroy each other's organs. So, for example, um, you might have um, an organ which is the skin, right? And something that can destroy the skin is hot coffee, you know? Okay. Or it could actually, it could actually be like a real disease, you know, um, so like I think one one of the brain ones I think was just literally just brain cancer. Um, it's so fucking <laughs> this good. Is, this is it a is very so tasteless. Fun. Like if you if you rocked up because you say you had family in hospital with some horrible disease, this is a very tasteless game to take to that hospital to kill time. Oh yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah, yeah. horrible. You know, or, or there's um uh one of the ones for the heart is arrhythmia, and it's like the picture of it is a um is the heart is like a little heart playing a drum kit. Uh, <laughs> you know, like my god, hang on. So is the is the idea of this game to give other people diseases or to get diseases? <laughs> I'm a little unclear. No, to g- to give other people diseases well, and, get rid of, and get rid of their organs, that's right? Good. And as soon as all and, and you can have up to two um. To some kind of maladies on an organ, and then it's destroyed. What the balls! Right, and then as soon as somebody's lost all their organs, they're out of the game. Now it's it feels playing wise, it feels like Unstable Unicorns, but faster. Oh wow! So it's the kind of one where you don't want to hold back on messing with each other. Okay, so it's basically as as soon as you get something, you can hurt someone with. Do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next time we get together, we'll 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 have a game. It is we'll have ridiculous a game amount of, of fun. organs. Yeah. Now the second game, I just oh, hang uh, on a sec. Uh, no, 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 no. What? Hang, what? Oh, th- well, that wasn't your review. That was just talking about another game. No, that was a review. Five out of five as well. Um, let me see. Hey, I know, would actually say five out of five. You asked for two. I gave you two. No, you've done two. No, I'm doing three. You're not doing three. I'm doing another one. Stop it. I'm doing another one. Anyway, You're five out of five. Very for... frustrated. The visuals on this are hilarious. What is it? What's um, it called? Organ Attack. Oh, no. I see. You're still um, rating it. Sorry. I thought you'd moved on already. Yeah. No, 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 no. So, I would give it five out of five for visuals because okay. they're really, really funny. Um, it's five out of five for um, replayability. Definitely. And five out of five for... Okay. So, it's another five. Because um, I have, I have, definitely noticed, another five. I have noticed a pattern. Your overall scores are usually five or one. It's either great or terrible. Uh, uh. No, because uh. because it is a ridiculous amount of fun. When we've when we've when we've had people round, we've played this every time. Okay, because it's That's just cool. it's just one of those games. I you came round, fun. And we didn't play it when I was there. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have it then. I literally got it like a week and a bit ago. Well. Oh wait a minute! I didn't get this in a Kickstarter. What am I saying? I bought it from Connexio. It was a Kickstarter, but <laughs> your I bought entire it. reviews so become that- inaccurate. You can't even remember where you got the goddamn yeah. game. So let me tell you about the Kickstarter I did back, uh, which is the same guys who wrote, who who made Understable Unicorns. Is this a review? Yeah. What? Okay. I'm doing what? I'm doing another. What is? I'm doing one last review. Yeah. I. Uh, It is. It is. It's called the Daring Game. The Daring. Have you seen this? It's so good. Okay. So the premise of the game is that you take turns, um, being given, uh, the choice of dares to do. 
right? Hang on, and I the had dares... a game like this when I was a kid. Keep going. This sounds yeah, the... really similar. Uh, yeah, look, the dares are all really like ridiculous things. Um, but what really makes it are the modifiers. So one of the dares might be to do five push-ups, right? But then people can put modifiers on you. So it's, um, you know, do five push-ups um, uh, whilst... Uh, oh, and at the same time, um, you must uh, give a speech. And then somebody else might put another modifier on it, like Mr. T. This, <laughs> right? this sounds amazing. Now, the more, um, this is very similar. And, then, and the more of these things that are on there, the more points you can get. Now, if you fail to complete the dare, then you get a penalty. And a penalty is something, is an effect which stays in play until you complete a this dare. This is exactly now, the game of, that I played as a kid. But it got, now, some it of got the, banned. The original version. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Just let me I'll finish. I'll tell you finish. a story in a minute. Um, You'll love it. It's great. So one of the penalties is uh, it just says um, the person to your right murdered your family. Be passive aggressive about it. So you <laughs> so you have to be passive aggressive until you complete a death. I, I, I don't. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's another an appropriate one, emotional I, response. Another another one. Another one is. Um, uh, oh, was it? Um, oh, uh, you you are now Helen Keller at a frat party. Holy crap. <laughs> wow. Hey, so is this one just called da- The Daring Game? The Daring Game. Do you want to know something um, interesting? There was a game it's... that I played, like I said, when I was young, which was called, it was called something like Dare or The Dare Game or something like that, right? Exactly the same yeah. premise. However, it got banned and it got taken away from me because... The cards said things like, scratch your neighbor's car. Like, they're fucking horrible dares that no one should ever do. And some of them were outright, like, amazingly dangerous. It's like, run through traffic on a busy highway. <laughs> um, so, maybe this is the same developers and they've toned it down a bit, I sense. I doubt it, because <laughs> the guys who, who did Unstable Unicorns, like, he's quite young. Well, I also assume the guys that did the original game are probably all dead. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm yeah, guessing. No, like, I'm I mean, guessing, this is- I'm going to take a take a guess that if it's the unstable unicorn guys, because they're the tea turtle guys, then the the visuals yeah. are amazing. Nope. What? It's virtually there are virtually no visuals. Oh, there wouldn't be because oh, I was just uh, that makes me sad. Yeah. Oh. I know. It all looks. It all looks literally like um, um, what do you call it? Um, Cards Against Humanity sort of things. Oh. I know, which is a real shame. But, I mean, you, there are a ton of cards in it. And because I backed the Kickstarter, I got, like, six expansions to okay, it. Okay, so... Um, gameplay, what are you rating it? I actually can't do that yet because I haven't played it yet. Oh, so this isn't a review. This is a sneak No, it's a preview. Of a different cool. game. Uh yeah, now, okay, one thing I can say from a gameplay perspective, mm-hmm. the actual game itself as written with the rules is crap. Right. Absolute garbage. Okay, but you can change They it, are very, very... Oh, yeah, they are very, very stupid rules. Um, and I, I can see what they were going for, and they failed. And there's a much easier way to do it. They've overcomplicated it. Okay. What they've done is that if they've said that there's a judge for each round, the judge... Uh, t- like everyone in the, everyone um, basically provides a a dare card, and then the judge picks one. Okay, 
right? And then, and then the judge, judge randomly draws a modifier. And that's it. Doesn't sound very Which exciting. is fucking boring. Whereas really what you should do is um, forget about the judge, um, but let the, let the other players um, basically suggest a particular dare. Like, so they all put it in and then you, they, they can just be put out face up. And then the person has to, the person whose turn it is, has to pick one. Now, the, when they've, if something's worth one point, it's pretty easy. But if something's worth five points, it's much more difficult. Okay, okay. So the idea is you could, save, you could save up your really horrible cards for someone in particular. Right, and try and, and try and force them into a position where, oh yeah, no, they have to yeah, yeah, do yeah. whatever. Um, uh, and the modifier cards deal them out to people, and then you know, like say, oh, you've got three modifier cards, you can use them at any point. Okay, well that's much. You know, you change uh, the game. You can't review. You change the game. <laughs> you can't review when you change the game. You can't do that. Well, I can. I will do anything I want. <laughs> but uh, you can't do that. That's, that's not right. That's like I don't know, playing Monopoly with freaking chess pieces. It might be mm-hmm. better, but, but yeah, you can't do that. Your review for so that anyway, game is po- null and the void. The point is, there's no point. The point you is, no point. there are there are a few really good games out there <laughs> that are worth checking out. <laughs> so your entire point is. The world has some games that are good. This is the premise is of our show. Um, mm-hmm. Now, now, oh, you've derailed me. I'm going to give a 10-second review of something. I've derailed you, motherfucker. Oh, you have. You're a derailer. You know the thing on the front of a train that's designed to cut cows in half? Okay, that's not what it's designed to do, but you know that thing. What? You know the cow no. catcher. Okay, you know old steam trains, how they had like the pointy thing on the front. I just have, I, I just have in my mind like a giant dagger sticking okay. out the front of a you train. You remember now. old? Okay, uh, I can make it easy for you. Remember the train from Back to the Future Three? Yeah. Okay. Remember how it had the pointy like grill thing on the front that all the old steam trains have? The reason they had no. Okay, fucking hell. Look up a picture of a steam train. <laughs> Google steam train for crying out loud. Steam Armor. train. Do it now. I want this in your history. So anyway, if you look at any steam locomotive, right, there is a pointy thing on the front down the bottom that's kind of like a, yeah. a like the roof of a house, like a point, except it comes out from the front of the train. It's a cow catcher. And the reason it's there is if there's a cow on the tracks, it hits it. And theoretically, as long as the cow isn't dead in the middle of the tracks, it pushes the cow off the tracks, right? That's what right. it was for. Yeah. However, obviously, if you, hit a, if you hit a cow head on, you're going to cut a cow in half. So I was saying you derailed me like a faulty cow catcher, but you didn't know what that was. Oh. Look up your steam train history. It's really important. Nah, it's, it's very important. I know a 10-second review. Uh, it's not even a review. Mm-hmm. Have you ever played Alpha Bear? Mm, like, no. Okay. Don't think so. Uh, Alpha Bear is like... It's like a Scrabble in a word search, but it's by Spry Fox, uh, who make a bunch of awesome mobile games. If you're not aware of Spry Fox, go look them up. All the games are fantastic. Um, okay, so on your phone, get Alpha Bear 2. It's a word game uh, with bears. And it's amazing. Okay. The first one was, was amazing. The second one is so obviously a ripoff of Back to the Future that it, it, it's amazing. Mainly because there's a bear called Doc that helps you travel through time. Uh, and some of the titles of the episodes are 
fantastic little nods to things. Like one of the levels is called um, uh, Box or Booth, which is, of course, relation to okay. TARDIS, you know, Police Box, and Booth, as in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, mm-hmm. the two most famous time machines apart from the DeLorean. Um, but what yeah, I like yeah. about this game is the time-traveling device is an old refrigerator. Now, I don't know if you knew this. In the original version of the script for Back to the Future, it wasn't a DeLorean. It was a fridge. Really? Yeah. The, the, the beginning of it, I think Bob Gale and the other guy that were writing it, he said, well, he's got this fridge and they basically, you know, Marty, like he gets slammed in this fridge and then travels back in time. However, when they, they presented it, the guys were like, that's really, like, that's going to be awkward. Like, how do you resolve yeah. this? And where is this? So they went, why don't we just put it in a car? And they went, yeah, cool. Okay, fine. And that's how the door remember. But yeah, if uh, in an alternate universe, Back to the Future is about a time traveling fridge. Right. As, is, okay. as is this game, and this is the sequel. So this is Alpha Bear 2. Um, highly recommend it. Get it. It's free. You've got nothing to lose. The only way that this game sucks for you is if you're one of those people on Facebook that spells a lot as one word and you can't actually use English properly. <laughs> I only do that to piss you I off. I know you do that. There, there are three <laughs> things that really annoy me. A lot is one of them. You just wait. Uh-huh. After this podcast comes out, every comment on our Facebook page by everyone will include yeah. these three things. So a lot is one of them. I know, I know. Um, the second one that really annoys me is people that don't know how to spell, spell the word weird and spell it W-I-E-R-D, which is not how it's spelt, in case any of you are wondering. Um, yeah, it's W-E-R-D. The third one uh, are the people that don't know their, you know, there, there, and there. The, the three different variations of there and use them just higgledy-piggledy. I don't, I don't like incorrect grammar. I am a grammar Nazi. Why has this podcast just descended into you being a grumpy old man? I'm not a grumpy old man. I'm a grumpy... You are. Man. It's very, I'm not grumpy. <laughs> I love the world and all the games in it. And stuff. Your goddamn kids don't know that they're <laughs> there. Get the hell off my lawn, you damn kids. <laughs> um, on, a, on, a, on a related note, well, not really, both Supernova and Oz Comic Con are coming up in Brisbane. Uh, for those of you that are I checking know. out Oz Comic Con, yeah. the, the guests in Oz Comic Con are okay. Um, of note, probably the, the one that in our community, you've got, uh, what's her name? Uh, Gates McFadden, <laughs> Beverly Crusher, who disappeared. Um, and, you know, yeah. if I had all of the other signatures from everyone else in Star Trek Administration, I might drop by to get that just to complete my collection. Um, and there's a, there's a couple other, other, other ones there, but nothing, um, nothing screaming amazing. But I reckon you and I should still pop by to check out the booths and just talk to people and then talk about it on the... Oh, yeah. Um, the yeah, one definitely. I'm taking my family to, however, is Supernova 2018 because... Uh, I got sick at the last one and didn't get to see his talk, but John Barrowman is back. And I desperately want to see him give a live speech because he's insane. Oh, yeah. Um, also, did you see, I saw, a vi- I saw a video of him. He's nuts. Where he was in like a, yeah, like a Stars and Stripes romper. Oh, yeah. He is, he is, um, it was bizarre. I, I think he is, I think fabulously gay. In, in in oh yeah um but he's so did happy you not know he was gay all the time. <laughs> oh if you didn't know yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's 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 very obvious he's actually possibly one of the people that other people who are gay look at and they go you need to tone it down a bit you're kind of uh reinforcing <laughs> a stereotype there but he's 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 awesome 
Well, he has a he has a husband and I think two kids. Yeah. Um, I follow hmm. him on Twitter. He's he's awesome. What was I saying? Anyway, um, yeah. So, uh, other people going to Supernova are Julie Benz, who was Dala in uh, Angel. You've got I don't know what his name is. The the really one of the really pretty guys from the Vampire Diaries. I didn't watch it, but he's got like that angular face, and he, he Mark Hamill. Oh, Mark ha- what? Carl Mooney. Yeah, Mark Hamill in the Vampire Diaries. Claire as Danes. the Joker. Mark Hamill as Greg Claire Danes. In Greg, Greg Kinnear. What happened to him? <laughs> Greg Kinnear. Yeah, what the fuck happened to him? He was just in a, he was just in a movie called Brigsby Bear. Oh, is he still around? Oh, do you know he's back? Brendan Fraser. Yeah. He disappeared for years, man. Do you want to know why he disappeared? Apart from the fact that... I know why yeah, he disappeared. Well, okay, apart, from th- let's, apart from that... Let's not go into No, no, it, apart from that, there was another reason. Uh, by the third Mummy movie... He was basically held together with bandages and splints and, and tape. He, he's mm. got so many broken bones and stuff from doing the action movies he was doing that he couldn't really yeah. you know, physically do it anymore. All right, we're going to go because people's slowly getting drunker on life. Uh, so, everyone, see you. You're the one with the wine. How's your wine going? Uh, pretty good. See you next week, guys. GG. Everyone have some fun and some games and stuff. And yes, we will actually see you next week. GG.